In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. This show is the unluckiest show on the radio. It's showtime! Well, I mean, I guess... I mean, it might be accurate, but that has nothing to do with Friday the 13th. That just has to do with the two uh, hosts of the show having dumb luck, you know? Yeah. You know what? It's been a long time since we've started the show with computer problems. Knock on wood. (laughs) See what I did there? I know. I, do you knock on wood? I, I do. do. Yeah. Why? I figure it can't hurt. Well, Even if it's I, not real, what can it hurt, right? If, if I remember right, that started as sort of a, you want to make noise so that the devil doesn't hear you say whatever it is you're about to say. Oh, I hope we don't have any computer problems today. Knock on wood. Oh, like, just uh, to create a distraction. The devil. Oh, yeah. uh, I never knew. It is kind of fun to look into where some of the superstitions got their start yeah. because sometimes it makes a little sense. You know. I'll bet it was 30 years ago. I'm on the radio talking about Friday the 13th, and I thought, one of these days, that's going to fade out. That's going to go away. Nobody's going to care about Friday the 13th. Here we are. It's Friday the 13th. So I realized, I knock on wood, surely there are others. Facebook.com slash your morning show. And if you're being honest... Do you wear a certain piece of clothing or charm to your kid's sporting event? Do you eat a certain food before a big interview? Do you believe in beginner's luck? How about the celebrities die in threes? I mean, that we see that play out all the time, yeah, right? Well, it seems like it. Those are the things we uh, want to hear. Christina, I always knock on wood. And yes, deaths come in threes. <laughs> See? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't question the universe. Just try to try to make the best with today. Oh, look at this. Christina says she worked at a casino for many years. And I know it doesn't really matter, but I can't help but sometimes not use my player's card on purpose. Mm, like they... They know that, oh, here's oh. how much you've won. Here's how much you didn't win. Mm, I've heard that, too. Really? Now, here's the thing. I, I don't know how many players' cards I must have signed up for over the years, because <laughs> I just genuinely forget mine or leave it at home. It's in another purse. I go, ah, uh, they'll go, ah, we'll print you another one. So I don't know if I get the same number or if mm. I get a whole different one, but I probably mess up their system. Any uh, superstitions on this Friday the 13th uh, concerning uh, coin tosses in uh, say, uh, football games? Uh, not that I can think no. of, no. Or is there any like uh, you 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 want to be the one doing the flip? Or uh... well, there are guys that believe in always calling tails. Ah. but as we found out too. from a study, that's not what you should be doing. Oh, you saw oh, this really? study? I did. Uh, uh, see, I can't get anything past Todd here, yeah. and Laura has not. They say no. You think I have heard? I have heard that call tails though. Well, I have heard that superstition. Yeah. Exactly, it's a superstition. That's all it is. So there was a study. They did three hundred fifty thousand coin slips. You'd think yeah. it'd be fifty fifty over that many, right? My thumb would be tired. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> Maybe they have a machine. <laughs> no, here's the deal though. They found that the coins landing on the same side as where they started up. Came out to 51%. That's right. Oh. So it isn't necessarily heads or tails. It's check the hand yeah, of the um, a referee and see which one he has face up. Yeah. And call that. Ah, if you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Get your eyeballs on that. Yeah. Now, they did say this is more when they're catching it in their hand. Did you oh, see that? Detail? I didn't see that part of it. Like no. if you flip a coin and in your hand catch it. It's more it. likely to be landing on like a hard surface like a floor is 
more close to 50-50. I but see. now you got the turf, yeah. the grass. But yeah. mm-hmm. Now, you may think that's close enough. But, but <laughs> mathematicians like Laura... She's like, <laughs> exactly. So you're saying that that one extra time, uh, do watch for what is facing up as it is to be flipped. That's right. See, isn't that, isn't that mysterious? Look at this insider info. All right. Yeah, you never stop learning. That's what we always suggest. Coming up, uh, the Hallmark Christmas movie filmed in Minnesota. You might want to catch. What's that look? What's that look? No. Let's just skip past Halloween, Thanksgiving. Let's get to those Hallmark Christmas movies. You know me. I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you do. Try to catch as many as I can. I don't think so, Tim. (laughs) But I did see one. Maybe had you talked about this on a movie Monday? There was one filmed in Duluth. Have you been I would to like Duluth? to wait until the Christmas holiday season begins officially <laughs> on the calendar to speak of these things. But, well, I mean, go ahead. I mean, it's coming out December 7th, so you can't watch it yet. But I thought it was notable. People who've been to Duluth know some of the filming scenes of rescuing Christmas. Why is Christmas always uh, in such a peril? We've got to save Christmas. We're going to rescue Christmas. Rachel Lee Cook, kind of a familiar name. Uh, She's in it. She's All That. Is that the movie that I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Uh, She is a Minnesota native who, at the age of 10, was in nationwide advertisements for Target, a Minnesota company, Uh, and also appeared on boxes of milk bone dog biscuits. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) You got to start somewhere. So anyway, it it was filmed in the likes of Bayfront Festival Park, the Lincoln Park neighborhood businesses, including Frost River, Dovetail Cafe, uh, OMC Smokehouse, and the Duluth Creative Company. People who visit Duluth might recognize some of those when that comes Mm -hmm. out on December 7th. Okay, so who's the love interest? Because you know it's going to be some rescuing Christmas, and then mm-hmm. the baker falls in love with the plumber, and this is, oh, it's well, happily ever after. We're frosting cookies and watching the snowfall. <laughs> okay. You I got mean, it. You got not it. that I you should am write bitter these. towards the. <laughs> you should write these. It does co star Patrick Thomas O'Brien. Okay, there he is. I don't know who that is, but that's. You will him, know then. who he is. You will know who he is. Will I? I, you know, I don't know if he's going to be the love interest. He played Mr. Dewey, the math teacher on Saved by the Bell. Oh! Kind of a dorky okay, guy. Yeah, we all know who that is, then. Yeah. You would, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I don't know if it's a love interest or not. It follows the photographer who doesn't like Christmas. And, oh, okay. Well. So it's not the baker this time. It's the photographer. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I got to take Plot twist, of, everyone. You may not uh, see this one coming. <laughs> children and Santa. And however, will I come to love Christmas? You, you know the drill. It's Q102. We all know exercise, increasing your heart rate, getting, you know, active, good for you, right? Do we? Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, we should, right? But now a new study says that if you want to increase your heart rate, maybe all you have to do to increase it by 57%, try to parallel park. That gets people all riled up. Get your heart rate going. They say even backing into a parking spot has an average heart rate increase of 46%. I'm going to make a confession here. 
I love to parallel park. And if I don't nail it on the first try, oh, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. I'm with you. I know I'm totally chill parking because I know I got this. Look at that. There's something else we have in common. Mm -hmm. So I don't, it would be interesting. I don't know if we're ever going to get this opportunity to take the average person who hates to parallel park and put a little heart rate monitor on them and then take you and me who actually love it and are very calm, I would think, in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting. I'll see if I can arrange that study for you. (laughs) What what are you guys doing on uh, Lara's next trip to Minnesota? Well, we're uh, strapping on heart monitors and we're parallel parking all over town. Great fun. Sounds like fun, yeah. You may have heard of this uh, young artist, Taylor Swift. Maybe Mm-mm. you even heard, Never heard of her. got a famous boyfriend. I guess she, she was at the game last night. Did they play? I saw them actually oh. hanging in the suite together. Mama Kelsey oh. and Taylor. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say Travis. Isn't he playing? No, he was a little busy. Yeah. He was trying to win a football game. Yeah. So uh, I promise. Well, we do have movie Monday. We'll probably have to talk about how much money it brought in. But then after that, we, we can go a little quieter on the Taylor Swift movie. But listen to this. Okay. Uh, listen to this. Looking up some area theaters. Now, Spicer Cinema sponsors our movie Monday. I, I, I don't know if this uh, applies to them because they don't post prices. But I just want you to look here. The Exorcist at the local... That's more of a chain brand theater, okay? Okay. And uh, Exorcist, nine ninety eight outside of you know uh, matinee Specials types. and whatever. Yeah. Paw Patrol, nine ninety eight. Saw, nine ninety eight. Taylor Swift era's concert movie, twenty one forty eight. What? Seriously? Yes. So now we've talked about should some movies be more expensive than others based on the, you know, their uh, the the cost put into it, the epicness, the length. But they just filmed her concert and they're charging uh, more than double, more than double. So do you get. A friendship bracelet and some poster, 3D goggles and CD. yeah, some autograph. No, I don't. Do you, do you get a free popcorn? What? I don't think so. Wow. Okay. So if you listen, we know a lot of our listeners are going to to see this yeah. movie concert, and a lot of our listeners are like, "No, I'm well, tired yeah, of hearing about yes. everything." So. If you did purchase tickets, are they like advanced tickets? Are they more? Than what you're used to paying, I would like to know. Well, if they bought them here, I guess I, I'd have to look again. Yeah, are all the theaters doing that? The other one I compare to, which is a, a chain up in St. Cloud, I'll look at that one too. But uh, that's a significant difference. Yeah. Uh, apparently, those who are going don't mind because the six o'clock show at this one, the local chain, there, there's one empty seat for you. They saved it for you. <laughs> Y'all, thank you. I will see you there at 6. <laughs> Probably not. All right, just really quickly, I did do a quick comparison here. I, I looked uh, at the chain in St. Cloud, just for example, on the costs of the movies. Uh, you can see The Exorcist there tonight at uh, 7.30 for $13.52. Taylor Swift at 7 o'clock, $21.51. You check the local theater there where you are. Yeah, so a little bit, I guess, 
take into consideration maybe some different seating. So there's dream lounger seating in the one theater. Does that matter to you if you can kick your feet up and relax and lay back and take a nap? I don't know. I've seen plenty of dream lounger regular movies for regular cost. Okay. So $20.98 for the dream loungers. But then I went to the other theater in town here that doesn't have the dream loungers. And they're also $20.98. But the Exorcist that I just clicked on there, $12.92. See, yeah. So, yeah, that's a drastic difference. Now, I did a quick search. Uh, why are they more expensive? And they're like, well, it's a very high-quality production compared to Oppenheimer and Avatar. I'm, I don't think I paid what? any more for Oppenheimer than I remember. It was filmed in IMAX. So, well, we're not seeing it in IMAX and Wilmer or St. Cloud. And then, but here's the thing. Taylor Swift advised fans to bring their eras tour energy to the theater. So if the movie can capture the experience of the concert for which you'd have paid hundreds, if not thousands, they feel like they can justify. Look, a Taylor Swift fan is going to pay the 21 and say, yeah, yes, please. Well, and Sydney, one of our listeners, said going to the movies tonight. She's so excited traveling to Eden Prairie, but she said worth it. And then as she was listening to Cruel Summer, also sent another text. She said listening to this song is making me so with a bunch of us ready to see it. So is this the first time we're seeing your idea put into motion at the theaters where the the ticket prices change based on what you're seeing? Well, thank you for uh, giving me credit. That wasn't my idea. I mean, yeah, you said it quite a few times on the show, though. But movie theaters have uh, discussed it. That's why I brought it up. Hey, there might be something to that. Well, again, apparently somebody like her. I don't care. If it's mind. 60 bucks, I'm paying that. I'm going to that movie tonight. Just promise us if you do go that you'll give us a report. Text mm-hmm. us 235-1025 here on the Q102 Morning Show. Live from the shores of Footlake. It's the only morning show in my life. Q102. Oh, I love you guys. Shores of Foot Lake look like the shores of Lake Superior today with that wind blowing the rain. It's kind of a nasty morning, 44, rainy. Now, you're from Ohio, you live in Wisconsin, but you know the Jacob Wetterling story of the, he was abducted. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then it was just recently revealed who did it, uh, where he was. I don't know if you realize this, this all happened mm, half hour, 45 minutes from here in Wilmer. Mary Ellen sent me a podcast that she was listening to mm. about that particular case. Yeah. Did that feature uh, Joy Baker as a host? Cause, uh, no, I don't know. She uh, she started blogging on that, kind of relit the fire. And she's a local gal. And she's involved. You may have even seen her at Rockin' Robbins. Mm-hmm. She's uh, in, in the rotary there. She will be in a special two-hour 2020 feature on the story including the family, tonight. Tonight. That's what I'm I might watch. have to take a break from Dateline then. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know you're kind of a Dateline I, girl. But. I have to say, I like the production quality, and I love Keith Morrison on yeah, Dateline. 2020 yeah. sometimes is a little too choppy and too much oh, on the too screen. too fast for you, yeah. Yeah, I like a little bit more like calm and just creepy interviews of Keith Morrison's style, but I do like I am interested. David Muir, Muir is uh, hosting the this one, uh, he's intense. I like him. 
for mm-hmm. uh, you know for a younger host of such a show. I just want to play. I don't know. Maybe the whole promo. It's about a minute. And uh, you'll hear Joy. So many people know Joy locally. And uh, then uh, sort of the tease that's like, okay, I got to watch this. The kidnapping of Jacob Wetterling would become one of the biggest mysteries in Minnesota history. It's a case that captures the imagination because that could have been my kid. Who would take a child? Who would do this? No news, no leads. Where are you, Jacob? What exactly happened here? Now, new details of how one of the biggest cold cases broke wide open. It is so emotional. It is deep. And the true crime blogger who breathed new life into the case. You started a real investigation. It was, for me, all-consuming. That's her. That's our joy that uh, we all know in this community. I'm like, Mm. oh, my gosh. Uh, You know, it's so compelling. And I've run into the Wetterlings here and there. They're they're from around here, and it's just always because I think that was about the time my daughter was born, and okay. so you know very timely. That of course is ABC tonight. Sorry, not Keith Morrison, but uh, definitely one to take in or record it if you can. Niall Horan on the Q102 Morning Show. I like him on The Voice. Actually, just you know, thanks, Tim. I. I'm sure that the network appreciates your uh, yeah, opinion. He loves your endorsements. Well, I do. <laughs> would, I just think. Would you, but would you pick him as your celebrity coach, oh. chair spinner person, what a mentor? I don't know what they're called on mm. there. I thought in past times you've said John Legend would be your all-time uh, yeah, go-to. I think I'd go with Johnny Legend. Well, well it ain't going to be Reba. Again, it's not personal. I think she's oh, lovely. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm sure it I doesn't just, sound that way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for her music. I, I feel like her accent is, is too strong. Uh, did, aren't you the one that said she looks like a live Muppet? <laughs> no, I did. I think oh, you, you did said too. that. You did, too. I would never that. say anything mean like that. No, I would not. <laughs> now, Reba, I did happen to see. Uh, it looks like she's going to get married to her current boyfriend. I, I'd love her to be happy. She says, you need to find somebody who makes you laugh. That is that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. You looked at me like. I thought she, because I thought she was married already to, oh, what is his, what was his name? I can t- picture her saying it in interviews. Uh, and now I got Niall on the brain, but it's kind of a name that's like something, not like Tim or Joe or something like that. Mm, Who was the ex-husband then? I don't know. Nar- I don't, Narvel listen, or Neville or something I'm, like that? I'm not the Reba fan. I just kind of remember that it said uh, after once she said I would never marry again. But uh, I remember her. I saw it just this morning. I kind of glazed over it. it set to marry her boyfriend. Marry the one who makes you laugh. So I'm, well, apparently the old one didn't make her laugh enough. But what was his name? Re- well, the current friend is Rex, of course. Rex. Of course okay, that Rex. was not the ex-husband. Okay. Narvel. No, it was Narvel Blackstock because Narvel. that was related to uh, Kelly Clarkson. Somehow Reba McIntyre oh. and Kelly Clarkson were they mother-in-law, daughter-in-law? Because the Blackstock was Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband's name, also. Oh, right. See, I don't know. I don't know how I got on a deep dive on Reba just because she's on The Voice. <laughs> Again, I, she's uh, the couple that I've seen. She's lovely. She's cute even. 
just uh, did you ever see the Reba show? And then when Reba joined the the Big Sky show, that's when we stopped. That watching. was not a good season, yeah. I will say. And I don't know if it was her fault or just a bad plot or what it was, but that was where I stopped watching. Now Dolly Parton, I'm not a big fan of her rock album. I know you love her. You you've seen her just as a person. Yes, yeah. she's lovely. In fact, I didn't I didn't realize uh, she had a niece who had leukemia, and uh, just this week in 2017 is when she had donated a million dollars to Vanderbilt University Children's Hospital, who helped her niece, and her niece was there. Just really sweet and special. But now, even Dolly gets a little angry sometimes. I don't know if you know this. She does? What? Uh-huh. Uh, she was on a, a, a show called Talk Shop Live I don't know if it's a podcast or what, but she talks about how the things that make her pitch a fit. Here's Dolly. You know, I'm a business person. Sometimes you just have to kind of just pitch fit to get it done or to get it done right. Or if somebody's messing with my family or messing with my work, you know, like I've always said, I'll tell you where to put it if I don't like where you got it. <laughs> you know, and you can laugh. And she encourages you. I'm laughing all the way to the bank about yeah. just, you know, Dolly being a, a cartoon character. But she is uh, a savvy businesswoman. Oh, yeah. She did not get to be Dolly Parton by accident. There was some business moves behind the scenes with that all the way. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna add that to my phrases. Pitch a fit. Make, don't make me pitch a fit. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're starting your Friday with Q102. There's pink with Nate Roos on the Q102 Morning Show. I was just uh, telling Laura here that I saw some video of her doing something nice for some audience member at a show, stopping and chatting with them. Oh, and we know how much you love yeah, that. Yeah, It just warms your heart, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, tell me stories about the song or how it came to be, but, oh, where are you from? Uh, New Jersey. Uh, oh, you're getting married. Get out of the show. You got twenty. Oh you got seventy nine thousand other people here. Everybody, all all of those other people probably love that moment, and you're like, just sing, yeah. just well, sing. I paid for this on. ticket for you. To Get on with it now. Uh, you know, I have caveats in my rules, as you know, like what constitutes a tour. It's got to be oh, more yeah. than four or five shows. But also, now when there are moments, say there's a a, a kid or a, a teen in the audience who puts up a sign like, I play the guitar, and and then they bring him up on stage, and they shred with the band. Well, I've seen You're even okay with that. kid drummers, kid guitar players. That's pretty fun. Now, how you know that they're going to actually be good, sometimes you I wonder, was it a setup? Mm, might be, yeah. But there have been some I've seen that look legit, and those kind of give me shivers. The kid gets to go up and play, and they're just playing every note along with the band, and the band is looking like, oh, my gosh, look at this kid. Okay, I, so anybody like coming coming close to uh, <laughs> close to the area, yeah. baby reveals, no. no Tim doesn't no, want to see those. No. Kids playing well with the band, yes. Yes. But story time, Don't stop. no. Well, okay. no. Well, sometimes story time, then. If it's story time about your songs, yes. If it's just, oh, hey, you're getting Story married. time with the audience. Where are you from? No. Oh, okay. what, are, what do you do? You're a nurse? No, thank <laughs> Come on. No. There are rules, Laura. Rules. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best station. It's Q102. How are we doing so far on the Friday the 13th? Have we... Uh, Made it without any bad happenings yet? I think so. I, I'm looking at some of our Facebook commenters. Yeah. 
Lynn said that you're supposed to say rabbit, rabbit the first of the month for good luck. I never heard that. I had not heard that either. It explains my luck over the course of 40 years that I've... It, I didn't know uh, I was supposed to be saying that. Yeah, they said don't just do it on a random day. If you say it on the first day of the month, uh, luck is said to be coaxed your way. Oh. Like, okay. I guess, can you coax a bunny? Here, rabbit. Here, rabbit. Oh, no, rabbit, I had never rabbit. heard that one. So is that where the ra- the lucky rabbit's foot also oh, comes from? Maybe. That's true. That's supposed to, to bring good luck to you. I also see that Angela said, according to Irish superstition, Friday the 13th is a good luck day. So you oh. shouldn't really be afraid of it. Because there are a ton of people who will purposefully not schedule appointments for Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. not stay on the 13th floor, not do things with the number 13. Like, it's a real superstition, not just the funny, like, oh, don't step on a crag, don't walk under a ladder type things. Like, they live their life around that. Since you brought that up, I I haven't noticed. Do some buildings and hotels still not do a 13th floor? Obviously, if you count them from the bottom up, there is, but they don't mark it as 13. They skip from 12 to 14. Mm. I was reading numerous airlines omit a 13th row on their planes. Again, I haven't really looked for that, but I saw a, uh, a a tweet or I guess an X what do you call it? I, I, Some, I refuse. Somebody X'd a guy who on Lufthansa posted why is there no row 17 on my flight? Lufthansa replied some buildings lack a 13th floor uh, but uh, 17 is also considered to be unlucky. See, that's a German airline I don't know if that's a German thing. And then they uh, they replied, better safe than sorry, right? I mean, well, as and that's an how I that's kind of how I look at most superstitions. If you participate in them, like you knock on wood or any of the others that won't really hurt you. Yeah. I mean, I just throw that out in the universe. If it brings me luck or betters my chances at something, what could it hurt, right? Yeah. Do you like the little graphic for our Facebook page of the little cat that looks like it could have been cross-stitched? And then <laughs> Sue, did you make that? And handwritten by a seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah that was, um, that I was made that really quick nice. this morning. Brianna hey, that's all right. has a picture of, it uh, looks like it must be her black cat. She oh, said, if you it. own a black cat, you're free from all Friday the 13th superstition, according to her. Oh, yeah. Um, I would highly recommend a black cat. I had yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, back back in like high school days and then I moved away to college the cat became mom's cat uh, and I offered once I graduated moved into my own place well I'll, I'll take the cat now mom said well you know she's real comfy here I don't uh, think that she wants to move I said okay so you're just real attached to black cat now so I would recommend that I live by the don't put new shoes on a table superstition which nobody has one. ever heard of I didn't know that one yeah is that an Ohio and thing? That's I don't know. It might. It, I. It was passed down from my mom when we would come in from shopping, and the bags would go on the table. Well, She's like, "Get the new shoes off the table. You can't do that." She didn't just. Want, she but didn't also, want you put her. You put your crap on the kitchen table. That's all. Well, you know, y- you know what? That might, <laughs> there may be some truth to that. Mm-hmm. I also do a lot of of wedding officiating. We talked about the if it rains on your wedding day, that's supposed to 
bring you good luck. I don't think any bride is hoping for a downpour on their wedding day, but if it does, it's a way to look at the bright side. But also, I was surprised once I started officiating that many of the wedding ceremony start times were on the hour, say 2 o'clock yeah. or 4 o'clock. And I always heard superstition-wise that you were supposed to start them on the half hour so that as you were saying I do, the clock was on the upswing because then oh. it didn't bring downward luck to your marriage. But oh. that may be just something well, else that is an old wives' tale. Never thought of that, but thanks uh, to all those people getting married at... Four or five o'clock yet this month. I'm making a yeah, you got to ask it when you're planning your wedding. Even if I'm not marrying you, you should have a consultation. <laughs> uh, before we go, our friend Angela on Facebook ha- found an old horseshoe as a kid. She hangs it above the front door to keep good luck and energy in the house. If it's mm. upside down, the luck pours out. So. Oh, that is why it's always that way That's instead right. of down. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, the day is young. Let's try to avoid uh, all of these ladders and sidewalk cracks. And You should be wandering around in the rain anyway. So have a good weekend. We'll see you on Monday bright and early here on Q102. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.